Hi, my name is Monica Gleberman. I'm Victoria Dupuy. And you're listening to Silence Onset Podcast. Today's episode is a personal favorite of mine because the amazingly brilliant, talented Tyler Henry is here. I have been such a fan of his for the longest time and Monica had the opportunity to sit down alone with him and have a little one-on-one. In this episode, Tyler is going to be talking about his new Netflix series called Life After Death. Now this just dropped today. So if you haven't seen it yet, I would recommend going to watch it first because there are spoilers in this episode about things that happen later on in the season. So just a fair warning. Also, please go watch it. It'll give you goosebumps, chills. It is just incredible. So without further ado, here's Tyler Henry. I've been a huge fan of yours for a very long time. So I'm so excited to speak with you. Um, I'm like, I'm like a little nervous too, which I'm not normally nervous because I interview a lot of people. Oh, that means a lot. I appreciate it. No worries. I'm nervous. So we're good. (laughs) Okay. So I'll start with my first question. I've, like I said, I've watched you for a very long time. This new show is fantastic because we learn so much more about you, which I think is so nice. You share so much about your mom, so much about your family things you're going through what made you decide to open up and even with kind of your abilities yeah I would say you know it was really an experience I could have never seen coming ironically enough I think when I started the show I knew I wanted to do something that showed my ability I knew that in doing this program I wanted to kind of pull back the curtain and show kind of uh, the the essence behind what I do. I had no clue as I was filming it that that whole family story would evolve in the way that it did. So, uh, you know, life kind of imitated art there in the sense that as we were filming, coincidentally, I was coming to these understandings about my family history in real time. So it was very synchronous in the way that it happened. Well, I loved seeing you and your mom. I was laughing, all the car scenes, and you're like, I just need some silence. And she's like, yeah, no problem. And then she keeps talking to you. It was so cute. It's so endearing. And I was just like, I feel like I'm like learning so much more about him, which is so great. And then it's such a nice mix between that and then these people that you're helping and even people from your past that kind of come in. So I wanted to talk to you about what that experience was like, kind of revisiting a little of your past, meeting some new people. And then um, I have a specific question about one of the past ones. (laughs) Absolutely. It really felt cathartic to do because I felt like I was doing this program, which I started off thinking was just going to be about the people I was reading. And then I had people from my past, my teacher who I got to sit with and she surprised me. And I had, I feel like all these kind of characters from my past coming into my present. Meanwhile, I'm trying to figure out my future, trying to figure out how I fit into my own future um, and trying to kind of get an understanding of my identity. And I think that's part of what the show kind of evolved into, despite the fact that that really wasn't the goal in in the very beginning. Well, I loved learning about your relationship. I loved seeing when you follow someone necessarily, sometimes you see like the decompression and especially what you have to do. I mean, I was like, this like poor guy is like sitting in a box, like trying to meditate, like you're doing all these things. And I'm going, oh my gosh, like how much it really affects you and the health issues that you had, which I had no clue. Like I just learned, I felt like so much about you. And I thought it was so well done because it, what, it didn't come off like, oh, it's just about him. It was just this nice, natural, beautiful kind of like intermingle. So I, I loved it so much. And I love your mom. I love her so much. <laughs> so cute. Um, but I have to ask you about one, one of the ones in the past when you go back to the restaurant. Yes. 
that was okay so every time I watch the episodes I always have like a shocking every episode I'm like how did he know that? like I'm just like shocked when you went to the restaurant that was my biggest oh my gosh because you had kind of like so nonchalantly mentioned fire right it was like so nonchalant and the way they shot it too it was like like 10 like two seconds and then you go on and you do your whole reading and then for it to go black and it says 18 hours later and you and they had a fire I mean I was shocked so do you ever have a reading where something like that happens and you're just you're shocked with even what you said oh, yes. have a reaction like that all the time. And, you know, in fact, I, I really liken my job to that of a mailman in the sense that I don't, you know, write the letters, I just deliver the message. So when you see that immediate validation of that, uh, it's shocking. And, you know, to give full context, when I do a reading, I very often don't understand how what I'm saying fits into kind of the greater picture. I just get what I get. So then to see that pan out was uh, really surprising. And, you know, thankfully, I think they have been able to do some some work of trying to kind of rebuild, but it, it was bizarre, synchronistic, timely, and just so strange that we were filming a TV show while all that happened. <laughs> yeah, that, that was for me, like, you know, like I said, every episode shocks me and I'm always like, oh my goodness, like, you know, so much, but that episode in particular, because it was so earnest, I felt like, you know, it was so nonchalant. You were just like, oh, like anything about fire? No, you don't know anything? Okay. And like, you just kept going and they get this reading. That's great. And then there's a fire. So, so I, it's just crazy, but I mean, I'm glad they're okay. And I was happy that they, you know, we got to see them that they were okay. And that a lot of it was hopefully preserved, you know, with the fire and everything. So, but that moment for me, I was like, oh my goodness. Me too. It was, I thought the, the local police were going to come looking for me. And I was like, it wasn't me. That's, it's just crazy. Um, yeah, and during the season, you talk about, I know a lot of people, they even show you kind of doing an interview on a podcast. A lot of us, I think, are just so curious, you know, how you either stop it or per, like kind of zone it out. You know, I kind of liken it to like a volume dial. So there's always background noise, right? When I'm going about my day-to-day -day life, I'm getting some kind of impression from my environment, typically, or I'll pass people on the street or be getting coffee and kind of get a sense from the cashier. Um, that's all kind of background noise. And so I have certain processes that I've created that allow me to kind of turn on. And then when I'm not doing those processes, turn off. And that is equally as important, knowing how to turn off as it is knowing how to turn on. So scribbling is really my means of which I try to reach an altered state of consciousness through repetition. Um, it's really more about the scribbles or the process of scribbling rather than it is the scribbles themselves. And so that allows me some kind of normalcy when I'm not scribbling to be able to like maintain a conversation. Um, but one of my biggest challenges is kind of when I'm, for example, there's been times before where I've been interviewed and they'll say, okay, would you get anything? And then I have to get into a totally different mindset, an intuitive one to, to do the reading. And I have to come out of it and kind of get into a logical state of mind to answer questions. So it's kind of like a whiplash thing. And I, it, I definitely have these processes to kind of work into them. Yeah. And I'm sure because you probably do so many interviews because I, I always wonder that I was like, if I talk to him today, it's something gonna, is he suddenly going to like start talking about something else? <laughs> and I wasn't sure like what your process was like and how you're able to kind of handle all of that. Because that's yeah. a lot. It is, and I try to mediate it as best I can. And if anything is ever urgent that comes through, I share it. But typically my life's kind of a balancing act of trying to kind of keep those impressions as quiet as I can so I can fulfill my other responsibilities. <laughs> yeah. So what is it like kind of watching the show? And you kind of mentioned it earlier. It, it's not really what you thought, right? You originally probably thought you were just going to be filmed and interviewed, you know, 
doing your um, kind of meetings with everyone and all the readings. So then watching it back, were you nervous that they show so much about you and your mom and your family? Or were you happy about it? Like, how did you feel about it? So I have to be honest, I have only seen the first episode. So I haven't oh, even okay. seen the full season. So I don't <laughs> even know what they included. All I know is they included a comment I made about my dentist on the first episode. Oh, I'm, yes, that he's attractive. Oh, <laughs> yes, I, I cannot get my teeth cleaned now at that same That's, dentist. No, they did. I start. That was a very funny comment because you called. You said he's a daddy. Yes. Yeah, daddy Watson. Yeah, so, I watched them all. Lord knows if that was episode one, I can only imagine what the other eight have, but I'm, I'm very excited to watch it with everybody else for the first time. <laughs> yeah, oh, that's that's crazy because I literally binge watched it. I was like, I need to watch every single one. There's another um, moment too in one of the episodes where you're doing a reading outside and you were getting something, you were feeling something from someone else and she kind of was, um, the person you were reading wasn't really correlating and you had to go talk to the woman in the house yes about something related to the barn and yeah. that and it, you were like it's definitely someone in the house and literally i was wondering how that went down because it kind of looked like production was like we're just gonna bang on her door and see yeah. if she answers and you kind of gave her a quick message outside yeah that's that's kind of the nature of the show is it was very much like okay we're just gonna see what happens we're gonna see what he says and then they just followed me throughout the different processes that I, I went through in the different readings. And uh, I think, you know, as a medium, you have the one-on-one the -on -one readings, but then there's also kind of those impromptu experiences where people aren't expecting a message. That can be equally validating, um, but I do feel very overall that there's a time and a place for a reading. So I try not to just like read people when I'm not going out about my day-to-day -day life, because you never know what headspace someone is in. But I figured if they were in the house, they were probably receptive, they knew we were around. So how are you health-wise and like kind of learning to handle all everything that comes on you after doing a reading? Because I know even your mom, she sounded like my mom, which was like, you know, get out of bed, stop it. Like, you know, there's an episode and you're just like, I'm tired. Like, I'm just, I'm exhausted. This is what I do. So are you working on new methods of kind of helping with the aftermath? Are you still decompressing the same way? Like, what are some of the things you're doing? It's definitely a work in progress, and I still feel like I'm learning a lot about my abilities and equally how to manage my abilities when I'm not working. So uh, solitude is really important. Sleep is really important. Um, regular eating is really important. And I have certain kind of rituals that I do to, to try to unwind, but it's a daily process and you know it does affect my health, but uh, I just kind of try to take it in, in stride. Is there any update on how your mom's doing? Because, you know, it, I, what, I went through a very similar thing. My dad's adopted. And so, and we weren't able to kind of figure out there's a whole, you know, fun family drama, right? We all have drama. You know. like, oh, yeah. adopted, and we don't really know his parents and I kind of searched for them and did kind of what you did and right. what it was, you know, such a long time ago and it was kind of under the table. So like, I wasn't really able to do much with it. And he was kind of not receptive to it in the beginning. And then now is open to it, but it's very difficult to find out information as you went through. Sure. So for your mom finding out, I mean, like when you see her kind of biological family, they look just like her and talk like her and all of these things. So how is she de dealing with everything now? I think she definitely had to compartmentalize it. I think it was very cathartic for her to go back and to make these discoveries on camera on a television show. And I think for her, that was really surreal. It certainly was for me. But I, I think when it comes to that, you know, she's had to kind of just put it on a shelf. She, you know, still is very much in touch with her biological family. But I think there was so much pain and so much trauma that she had to just kind of go on that journey 
try to make as much closure out of it as she could. We, we got into that conversation as we filmed the show of like, what even is closure, right? Like there's nothing that we can discover that's gonna undo what was done to my mom. So we realized that it was really more about a journey of just kind of coming to a place of acceptance. It wasn't that there was gonna be this smoking gun that made everything okay, um, because it wasn't okay, it was painful. And I think a lot of people can relate to those family dynamics. And how are you dealing with everything? Cause I know I feel like you, when it comes to my parents, you know, like very protective and you were very protective of your mom. And so how do you feel about kind of everything? And, um, and even in relation to the show coming out, just like the overall yeah. kind of arc that we tell. I'm definitely nervous. I mean, this is a vulnerability I'm, I'm showing and a, a part of my life that I'd never shown publicly before. So I'm definitely a little nervous, but excited to share that with people. And for me personally, you know, I kind of had to see how all these discoveries made me view my own identity in, you know, understanding who I am and what I come from and who I come from. And it, it's been a lot, but I too have learned the importance of kind of putting it on a shelf and, uh, you know, trying to make the best of every moment and make up for lost time with my new family. Let me tell you, the show comes off so good. I can't wait for you to see Thank the rest you. of it because it's, it was so nice. It was just so nice learning about you. Cause I mean, you watch the show and you see you do readings and like, you know, as a human being, I get emotional, right? You know, you're hearing like someone and it's not about me, but I'm hearing somebody else and I'm just like, oh my gosh, like that must've been so amazing. And you get emotional, but seeing more about you meeting your mom, seeing um, you know, your relationship, seeing how you decompress, seeing like everything. I mean, even like I said, like the box, I was like, oh, I didn't know that he could do that, that he could sit in front of a mirror, that he can meditate, that, like all of these things I just didn't know. And it made it for such an interesting show that there was so much more of you in it. So I really enjoyed that you felt comfortable and I'm sure that's super nerve wracking, but felt comfortable to open that up to the, to the world basically. Well, that honestly means a lot for me because it was intense and I'm, I'm glad that you were able to see it and then you like it because it's it was, a, it was a lot to put in. <laughs> what are you expecting or like, what are you hoping, I guess I should say, from fans? Because I know they're super excited. What are you hoping people like think about it, take from it? I hope at the very least it just helps contribute to a conversation around grief and around validating those in our lives who are still alive. And I think so many people that come to me often come with to me with regret, wishing they could have said something or something went unsaid. And I think if we can kind of take that message and implement it into our lives in the here and the now, we can avoid future regret by communicating that love that we have for those in our life, for reminding those in our lives that they're loved and they're wanted and they're needed. And I think validating those who are still here is really what I want people to take out of it so that they don't have that regret, so that they don't need a medium reading to make their own closure. And then do you feel like you do that to yourself a little? Because I feel like you're a little hard on yourself, especially watching the show. Oh, like yeah. you even say like, you know, I can't read, I, you know, my mom, I can't read. People just think it's so easy. So um, are you also kind of trying to take in some of that? Because you give so much to everybody. So I want to make sure like you're taking it in too. <laughs> yes, yes. No, I do my best. I'm lucky. I have such a strong supportive family and an amazing partner. And I'm able to have a, a lot of that necessary support for how weird my job is. <laughs> so. I know. And like, and we'll put an alert out. When you see him, don't ask him to read you. <laughs> he <laughs> well, goes, the <laughs> I guess just my last question is, I know that you only saw the first episode. Do you plan on watching the rest of them? And then are you going to be oh. like tweeting and doing live event? Like what's, and then what's coming up? 
Definitely. So I'm going to binge watch it then the night it comes out with everybody else. Um, you can follow me over on Instagram at Tyler Henry Medium. And that's where I go live. I'm on the TikTok now. So I also am exploring that. Um, but yeah, I'm going to watch it with everybody else. And I just am, am excited to share it. I'm sure I'll do some reading giveaways. So stay tuned for that. And I'm just excited to, to hear everybody's thoughts. It's going to be a lot of fun. <laughs> That's great. Thank you so much. I was so excited. Thank you. And I hope to talk again. We'll stay in touch. <laughs> Bye.